Coming up on today's Locked On Golden Gophers, Minnesota football has a whole bunch of names in Athlon's All Big Ten teams for next season. We'll talk about the Gophers who made the list and those who didn't. That's coming up later in the show. And also, Ben Johnson says there's some recruits coming Minnesota's basketball's way still out of this transfer portal, but that he won't use all of his scholarships. How many is, well, the minimum? with a team that only has eight players on scholarship right now. And of course, we'll update you on everything that happened yesterday in Minnesota sports news right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the program. Nate Dickinson with you. Happy Thursday to everyone. Hope you had a good middle of the week. You're listening into Locked On Golden Gophers, brought to you today by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, we've got a good show lined up today. We've got recaps of Athlon's All Big Ten teams. They release these things in the middle of the summer to get things going and people talking about them. We'll talk about the eight Minnesota players who made that team and what it means for just how people are looking at the Gophers outside of our little bubble here on campus. Also, we'll get into the Minnesota basketball situation. Ben Johnson talking to the media this week saying he won't use all of his scholarships available. There's still five left for him to up to possibly give out. We'll talk about just how many does he have to use for Minnesota to be able to do much of anything this season. We'll talk about that in just a minute, right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. But first, let's get into the news from over, well, the last day for Minnesota sports. We had mentioned throughout the first part of this week that Angus Flanagan was over in Indiana competing in the NCAA Regional in golf. His third round team came to a close yesterday, and in turn, his season came to a close as well. Flanagan shot a one over in Noblesville, Indiana, after he shot a one over in the second round and two over in the first. His combined four over was not enough to advance in the NCAA tournament. It was, again, the or top five teams and the bottom individual score, lowest individual score, that was not on those top five teams that moves on. The lowest individual came out of Purdue at a 10 underscore. He shot great. And again, Flanagan at four over does not make that cut. So his season comes to an end, but again, Angus Flanagan had been making headlines all year long. We had talked about him on this show plenty, and I know we'll be talking about him more as he continues on his career. In other news, a whole lot of honors for the number 24 Minnesota softball team. The all-Big Ten teams came out yesterday for the softball diamonds. Natalie Denhartog and McKenna Partain were named first team all-Big Ten. Also, Amber Fisher, Emily Hansen, Caitlin er, Kemet-Mueller, and Autumn Peace were named to the second team. Sarah Kinch was named an all-Big Ten freshman, and Carly Brandt was the recipient of Minnesota's Sportsmanship Award. And finally, in other news, Minnesota women's tennis is adding a graduate transfer out of Illinois in Emily Duong. She played singles and doubles over four years with the Fighting Illini, compiled a 6-2 record this season in singles from the number three singles spot for Illinois. She'll try to boost that gopher team next season. There is a gopher sport on the calendar for today. Minnesota baseball added on a game to its weekend series against Purdue this weekend, making it a four-game set instead of three. And Minnesota will start up against Purdue tonight, then, at 6 p.m. If you're a subscriber to Big Ten Network Plus, you can hear and watch the game there. 
That's a look at everything going on in Minnesota sports right now. After we come back, we're talking football. Athlon releases its all Big Ten teams. Which Minnesota Gophers made the cut? We'll tell you about it in just a minute. But first, rockauto.com is the place for you to go for all of your auto parts needs. So if you're needing of a part for your car this summer, for those long summer drives that you like to go on like everybody else, you can go over to rockauto.com and have the comfort of knowing you're going to get the part you need. Don't always get that when you show up to the part shop. You get the reliability of a surefire delivery straight to your front door without having to leave your couch. And also you get the best price as well. They get to cut out that middleman. Make sure that you're getting the parts direct to you. It's also a family business, so you kind of get all the positives all rolled into one of being able to support the people who are working hard while at the same time getting all of those benefits that you usually get when you only go to the big guys. So go to rock over, go over to rockauto.com, try out their service, and if you do end up getting anything over there, be it a part or maybe just some oil for a change or anything like that, be sure to let them know that we sent you. Put in Locked On when they ask, how did you hear about us? and they'll be sure to give us a thank you, just like we're thanking you in advance for using the people who support us here at Locked On. Again, rockauto.com is the place to go for all of your parts. You don't have to leave your couch. Just go to the website and at least check it out before you make your next automobile-related purchase. We'll be right back here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson here with Locked On. Welcome back into Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson here. Starting off the show talking about football. Again, it's been a lot of basketball talk lately and a whole lot of recruiting talk too. Let's chat about some of the players who are actually already on this field for the Minnesota Gophers. As again, when you start talking too much about those guys who are in like the classes of 2022 and 2023 and you realize we're talking about guys who won't even be on the field for like three years it starts to get a little bit taxing. So let's get back to the guys who are still playing for Minnesota right now. And Athlon gives us an opportunity to do so when it releases its all Big Ten teams every single year. Minnesota getting eight players on these teams listed by Athlon Sports. But again, Athlon releases four different all Big Ten teams during this time. It's kind of all part of just a plan by them to get people like me to talk about it and it works I got to put out shows every day so if they're going to give me the excuse I'm going to take it and get a chance to talk about some of the best of the best in Minnesota football but it, it is just kind of all that so when Minnesota has eight players making these teams you have to understand that in context there were five different Big Ten teams that had more than 10 players everybody had at least five players on these squads so while it's an honoring and kind of predicting of who's going to be the best of the best in the conference coming up, at the same time, it is just kind of a ploy to get us to start talking, too. So just take that grain of salt going into the conversation here. But Minnesota does get eight players on to the All-Big Ten lists. One player on the first team All-Big Ten team, you might be able to guess who it is, Mohamed Ibrahim. And then the surprising thing for me is just kind of how we go down here. I'll list all the names off and uh, then get into it in a moment. Minnesota has, on the second team, all Big Ten, two offensive linemen. And there's also another offensive lineman on the third team and fourth team. Tanner Morgan shows up on the all Big Ten third team, as does Boye Mafe on the defensive side. And then Chris Altman-Bell is all Big Ten fourth team. 
And there's multiple running backs and wide receivers on each of these teams. So when I say like Bell on the fourth team, that's not number four receiver in the Big Ten that Athlon is uh, predicting there. So it's like there's a full team, I believe, of 11 even on each one of these rosters. So as you go forward and start to look at just everyone and where they're at right now, uh, obviously, Muhammad Ibrahim in the first team is big and is fitting given just the expectation that's behind him, given what he did last season. I think the first kind of surprise with me was with the offensive line. Two players on the second team, one on the third and one on the fourth, is really good, and this offensive line is supposed to be better. But I didn't know that really it was being that well praised around, at least nationally, as I thought it was inside University of Minnesota and kind of the University of Minnesota coverage culture. I think there's times where people start to get like a little bit too high on this team when they're inside and inside only the people who are covering this team right now. So these Athlon predictions and uh, people from other places kind of getting their two cents in on who really is good with the Gophers, I do take weight with that just because while they may not be seeing these guys every day and may not be able to get the kind of in-depth kind of stuff that the local guys get every single time out, they do have kind of this broader viewpoint that I value in a way that sometimes these local guys might get too enamored, and myself included, with some of these players. And at the same time, there may be some underestimating as well. I did not think that the offensive line for Minnesota was thought of in such high regard, at least around the Big Ten, as well as it had been inside here with Minnesota. The opposite end of that is on defense. Minnesota, I guess, in the spring game and in spring practices leading up, the beat writers and guys like me and the guys that we talked to here on this show were talking about how much better this defense was going to be, in particular the defensive line. But in these re releases coming out here for Athlon, they don't have a single defensive lineman really on anywhere except for Boy Mafe coming up on the third team. So... How much better will Minnesota be here? It's going to be improved. And I think that's where a lot of the praise comes from, from these writers and the people covering these teams, myself included, is that you expect it to be a lot better. But you have to, of course, also understand that that a lot better is coming from a point where Minnesota was at the bottom before. So it's just a little bit of trying to weigh exactly how much of this stuff that I'm seeing can I trust, how much of this is just me hoping things get better, how much of this is me thinking about what was so bad before last season and thinking, well, it has to get better now. At least with this, you're able to see where everybody else stands. And I don't think, and rightfully so, everybody else is quite as sold on this Minnesota defense as at least the people within this team and seeing this team every day are, or at least is sold, at least even how much better it's gotten since before. Other, other people want to see it to believe it, and you can't blame them. Uh, the other guys on the list, as I look at it again, again, two offensive linemen on the third and fourth. Tanner Morgan shows up on the All-Big Ten third team. He's someone who, again, we've talked about, had the 2019 season that was great, and the 2020 season that had you thinking, well, how much of that was him and how much of that was the situations he was put in by the people around him? So in 2021, he's got a chance, I think, to kind of right the ship and tell us for sure which Tanner Morgan is the real one, right? Because while there's 
good wide receivers there and a guy like Chris Altman Bell. And you have Mo Ibrahim right there with you at running back too. If Tanner Morgan's a good enough quarterback and the kind of quarterback that can be one of the tops in the Big Ten, that should be enough for him to be able to produce on offense consistently and really well, given what he has at the position players and the skill players, and also given what he has on the offensive line. Again, as we've gone over, he should be doing pretty good as far as his protection goes. So Tanner Morgan and the all-third Big Ten team, I think, is partly an experience thing. He comes into this season having years of Big Ten experience and Big Ten success under his belt already. And also, I think it's just kind of an opportunity thing that he has here and that he's going to have Ibrahim doing what he does at all likelihood, and he's going to have a chance to put up some points. Uh, Boy Mafe, again, I already mentioned on the third team for the All-Big Ten. We brought him up with the defense. Uh, Biggest surprise for me maybe was Chris Oppmann-Bell. And being on the fourth team All-Big Ten, even with Athlon ratings like this, this early is still a big deal just given how many really talented receivers there are in the Big Ten. But I think Oppmann-Bell has the kind of, uh, I think, potential, if Tanner Morgan can be the guy that he needs to be, to really have a breakout season beyond even what some people are predicting for him. Because it's not that hard to connect the dots. Chris Altman-Bell was a really, really productive receiver each of the last couple of seasons for Minnesota already. Now Tyler Johnson and also Rashad Bateman are no longer on that team. This is his number one job to take over. His kind of, I guess, NFL draft route to go on after Johnson and Bateman paved the way for him. So if he can be that breakout guy, I think he could be even better than what some people are projecting. And people are projecting him to follow along in the footsteps of those guys before him and be an NFL draft pick next year. I think he could be a high NFL draft pick if he ends up connecting with Tanner Morgan again. And everything else, of course, on offense works at least somewhat smoothly, too. Those were at least my thoughts just at first on what Athlon put out. Again, eight guys from Minnesota on these four All-Big Ten teams they released this week. And it just gives us a reason to talk about the teams again. I'll take it, given that there hasn't been a whole lot of positive to talk about for Minnesota sports lately. And highlighting the best of the best of this football team is always a nice thing to remind us of. Because Minnesota's going to be better this year. I have confidence in being able to say that. I don't know how much. But I do believe that there was a stumble last season that is not what this team actually is. Well, we'll find more out about that as the season draws nearer. But right now, baseball season's still in full swing. And if you're itching on something to bet on with no gopher sports going on, you can head over to betonline.ag and put in your bets on either today's big baseball game, your reality TV show that you love to watch, or any award show that might be around the corner too. Bet Online has lines for all of it, and all the information that you would need to be confident in your bet before you place it. And to get things even better, you can get 50% on a welcome bonus on your first deposit right now when you sign up with our promo code Locked On. That's Locked On. Hit the promo code to make sure that you get all the money that you really could out of your bets. 50% on your first deposit. A welcome bonus in with the promo code locked on at betonline.ag. Head on over there now, enter in the promo code locked on for free money to play with, and of course, make that big cash with all the smarts we give you over here at the Locked On Podcast Network. We'll be back here in just a minute talking go for basketball again to wrap up the program. Nate Dickinson with Locked On. 
Wrapping things up here on Locked On Golden Gophers on a Thursday. Going to talk Ben Johnson and this Minnesota basketball team. Right now, there's eight scholarship players set to join the roster. One of them, Parker Fox. We're not sure if he's going to be able to play at all this season. But Ben Johnson says he's going to be adding players, but won't be using all of his scholarships. Now, I've been talking like Minnesota still had like four or five players left to add. I think I may have gotten a bit ahead of myself there. So we'll kind of break things down. Exactly how many more players will Minnesota get in this portal? And how complete is this roster as it stands? That's coming up right here, right now. But first, a reminder, give us a follow on Twitter at LOGoldenGophers. Be sure to follow me on Twitter too, at NateWithSports. And wherever you're listening right now, subscribe, rate, review, five stars. It all really does help us out if you could say some kind words as well to let the people know that we do a good job here over at the show and at Locked On. All right, now let's get into these players that Minnesota has on the roster at the moment and talk about what exactly Ben Johnson is looking to do the rest of the way. Is it as much as I had thought at first? I really don't think so anymore. Well, right now there's eight players on scholarship for Minnesota. We know that. That means there's five scholarships that he could give out. He says he'll be bringing in a couple of front court guys in the next couple of weeks. Now, I'll start to break down a little bit more of what that means next week. Are these guys we've already heard of? Will there be guys we hear of between now and next week who might be some of these players Ben Johnson's talking about? Will any of them be those kind of true, true big men that Minnesota is still really, really lacking? We'll talk more about that next week. Tomorrow, by the way, we've got Eli Hartman Seaskin coming back on. Minnesota softball. Scott NCAA tournament play this weekend. We'll break it down with him on the program tomorrow, among other things as well. And then also, again, With everything going on, we'll talk more about next week, everything with this basketball team and football more. But getting back to the team, if Minnesota only has like two, three players left to get on this roster, that means that we kind of do already know what this team's going to look like. Now, as it stands, the Gophers still only have eight, maybe seven players for this season. So there's going to have to be at least a couple of more guys coming in. I don't think that there's a good chance Minnesota adds some sort of 6'10", 6'11", 7-footer who can just be the Liam Robbins of this season. So if Minnesota's going to go small, we're going to have to, again, next week, really dive into what that means for this team and how Minnesota tries to compete with such a lack of size. Because as we've talked about before, teams have done it, but we might have to start really getting into what that means for what Minnesota's going to have to try and do here. It doesn't bode well for this season, the idea that Minnesota only has a couple more guys left to get or that Ben Johnson is really thinking about adding on. Because again, if you're thinking about competing right now, you can add in grad transfers or players with only one year of eligibility left and not really have to worry about losing those scholarships, right? Ben Johnson has plenty of things to worry about right now. Not having enough scholarships for the future is not one of them. So while I understand not wanting to just throw around scholarship offers, I do think that only saying you're going to have like two or three more guys here really has you saying that things aren't going to be great this year, which is something I think Minnesota fans really already knew. But it's very possible that next year and the year after that, could very well be spent just kind of rebuilding too. I don't know how quickly it happens. Ben Johnson knows it's a process, but I think Johnson just kind of letting us know that he's not going to rush this here. 
He's not going to just give a scholarship out to a guy who might be able to make this team a little bit more competitive right away and instead ruin a little bit of the long-term future if he's wasting a scholarship at some point. So it's easy for a young coach to try and do it all right away. I've praised Ben Johnson's ability to kind of be able to step back and not do that. And this, I think, just another example by him saying he won't use all of those scholarships, at least I would say not if he doesn't have to, I think is what he's saying. Well, we'll talk more about Minnesota softball and everything else that might happen in basketball and football tomorrow as we wrap up the week here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Until then, of course, follow us on Twitter at LO Golden Gophers. My Twitter is at Nate with Sports. And of course, tune back in tomorrow where you're hopefully already subscribed, rating, and reviewing five stars, stars, all that stuff here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Until tomorrow where we wrap up the week, Roll the boat, Skyuma, go Gophers. I'm Nate Dickinson with Locked On.